That's absolutely true. And I think that podcasting is a form of theater. Definitely. No matter whether you're doing a solo hosted podcast or all the way to the other end where like a serialized narrative podcast Mm -hmm. or just a plain narrative podcast doesn't have to be serialized is like a movie without the video. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with Elaine Appleton Grant. I was yeah. going to ask you about um, a case study of one um, particular podcast maybe that you started from this like vision casting and, you know, getting them started and, and where are they now? Well, I can tell you little bits of different ones because sure. unfortunately coronavirus has sort of gotten in the way. Yeah. Um, but It's changed a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's changed things. Um, there's a woman in Denver. Her name is Julie Brownman. And we... So when we first started our company in February of 2019, Mm -hmm. we did a workshop for anybody who wanted to pay a hundred bucks. I mean, it was a very low price and learn this kickstart your podcast process, top line sort of overview. Mm -hmm. And Julie Brownman had been on air as a radio host for a long time in the sports world on a commercial station here in Denver. And uh, she wanted to get into podcasting. And so she came to our class and then we did um, a sort of beta tested coaching program with her mm-hmm. over, I think, five sessions. So working personally with her. She has two very successful podcasts now in Denver. Nice. Uh, yeah. And they're both sports shows. One is called. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not a sports person. Uh, one is one is called the Dave Logan podcast. Okay, and uh, he is, he was the 30 year voice of the Denver Broncos. Oh wow! And the that's other one—that's job security I hope for you. <laughs> I, I hope I'm getting this right because if mm-hmm. I switch them, she's going to kill me. <laughs> the other one is the other one is called the Drew Goodman podcast, mm-hmm. and he was the voice of the Rockies, so the baseball team, forever. Mm-hmm. And so. And they've continued during the coronavirus because they're mm-hmm. talking about like, well, what's going to happen and what should happen and how do we reopen and and that kind of stuff. And um, well, the fans are after just about anything right now, aren't they? I mean, like this is the longest dry period, <laughs> you know, it's I don't think anyone's, you know, other there were strikes and things like that. But I don't know that anything quite like this has ever happened. <laughs> so I don't think so. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's been that's been very successful for her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, she just took this process and went through it and got her equipment and just ran with it. Good for her. And, yeah. In fact, I was supposed to go see her do a live show. Oh. I've forgotten which podcast in I think it was the middle of March. Mm-hmm. And I am not positive, but I didn't hear anything more about it. So I think it could have gotten canceled because it was right before everything got really bad here in Mm -hmm. Colorado. Yeah. Um, So that's one that an individual did. 
And then I mentioned the Environmental Defense Fund. We've been working with them for a long time. Yeah. And, I Actually, there's a question I had for you on that one, yeah. because I know that because everyone's been staying indoors, that nature mm. has kind of been taking over again, right? Like, you know, in South Africa, I think the lions are sleeping on the road. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like things I know, like even that, Even in right? my suburb of Denver, we're like half an hour outside of Denver, but we're close to the foothills of the Rockies. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're seeing more wildlife. We're seeing more elk. We're seeing more deer. You know, more birds are singing. It's yeah. Wonderful. I mean, I wonder if in the context of all that, that there's something else that they could say rather than, you know, get out there and get going and get people paying attention. You know, maybe they could just run with what's already happening. (laughs) Well, and as I said, they delayed the launch because Mm -hmm. it was going to launch in May. Yeah. And um, so they're hoping to launch in September. I won't say the name of the podcast yet Mm -hmm. because they you know. But um, who knows? They may change it. <laughs> I don't think so. Not it the took name. them a long time to get to the name oh, okay. and everybody okay. loves it. It's okay. a perfect name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's interesting is they, because the whole organization is now shifting its communication strategy, the podcast needs to shift as well sure. to fit in with the entire organization, which of course is huge. Um, and they're looking at EDF is looking at, all right, what is the new, how do we rebuild the economy in a way that is more environmentally friendly, that is better, and which a lot of people are talking about. Mm -hmm. And I think this podcast will fit really well into that. That's good. Yeah. But, you know, we're going back to that initial, like, all right, are all the guests that you selected still the right guests? That's a good question, too. still going to talk to them about the same thing. Yeah. You know, and and so we're working on that. Um, but well, I mean, this is history along. for everybody, right? This is going to be in the books. Like, you know, oh. <laughs> what happens now is going to shape what happens for 30 years, 40 years beyond that, you know? Oh, it could shape things for 100 years. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. You know, it's, well, I mean, it's we're really... hearing of the 1918 flu, you know, epidemic, right? Like now. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that we didn't know about it before, but, you know, it wasn't quite as relevant as it is now. <laughs> well, I'm a huge history buff. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote a series for American History Tellers, which mm-hmm. is another Wondery show. And sure. I, you know, podcasting is so interesting because you learn stuff. Yeah. You know, as the podcast producer or host, I have never felt history was so relevant until I did that. And I was almost a history major, practically history Mm -hmm. major. At the last minute, I switched and became an English major. I thought somehow it was more practical, (laughs) Uh, which is just like the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah, I started um, in psychology and ended up in English. So yeah, I I get you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) exactly. (laughs) That's funny. Mm -hmm. But um. Oh, my gosh, the, the lessons that we can learn from what happened 100 years ago or oh, more yeah. are so relevant today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are a couple of case studies. Yeah. And they're really fascinating ones. I'm looking forward to hearing about what the um, environmental one ends up being when all of this is said and done. I'll let you know. I, I want to hear more about that. Yeah, please yeah. do. <laughs> oh, can I tell you about another one? Sure. And this is fun because this is like the opposite of, mm-hmm. OK, we're going to we're going to be serious and we're going to solve everybody's problems. Um, so a woman I, I worked with for a while and she has since become a very good friend. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. Janice Jensen. She is, um, an Emmy nominated TV producer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Decided luckily for her before 
coronavirus hit that she mm-hmm. wanted to move into podcasting because, of course, it's pretty hard to shoot things, shoot video together yes. now. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, in the voiceover community, we're seeing a lot of the same commercials using the same footage, you know, because, of course, no one can film anything new over and over and over again. So a lot of the commercials are starting to sound the same. They use the same music. They use the same words. You know, we're we're coming together, though. We're apart. You know, we're going to be here for you. You know, Mm -hmm. all of this, you know, but. Yeah, the the messages are starting to sound very similar, um, and uh, and that can definitely happen. <laughs> yeah, and I think now is a perfect time for people to be listening to your podcast because it's like, okay, well, let's let's be sophisticated about this. Let's think deeply about what we actually want to say, yeah, so that we're not using these sort of stock phrases because there's nothing about coronavirus that makes you a worse writer um, <laughs> right and you don't point, have to yeah. use the same music over and over again there's plenty of ways to get you know new music we're, yeah. we're actually adding um to our company podcast allies uh a music service for original compositions and sonic branding and stuff that's so fantastic yeah yeah good to hear cool <laughs> um you were talking about uh, the new podcast to this friend of yours yeah. is putting together? Yeah, Janice Jensen. So she's she's done a few different podcasts, but one that just launched is called Fixin' Vixens. <laughs> okay. It is hysterical. It is so good. It is um, two women, I think they're like 20 years apart in age, mm-hmm. from Louisville, Kentucky, Okay, who are in the real estate industry and they've like the younger one, I think she's only 29. She's flipped, I don't know how many houses, mm-hmm. 30, 50. And um, it's basically a home repair show from the perspective of women who are good at this, teaching you how to do everything from repairing something in your house to fixing up the curb appeal so that you can sell it more easily. What a great idea are, though. Oh my God, they're so fun and uh-huh. it's so lively and it's just great. And um, and it just launched and it's such a relief from this endless coronavirus coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, it's, it's, inter- and of course we're stuck in our houses. So what are we doing? You know, we're yeah. fixing them up. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's perfect time. And uh, so I, I helped Janice a little bit on that podcast. I listened to her you know, um, her sizzle reel and and helped her refine it some and because you want to get those done well when you're pitching. Uh, and of course, that contributes to your trailer and, and so mm-hmm. forth. Um, but one of the things that she's doing, and I think it's very clever, is she had developed uh, an interactive video application. It's called R-Vidi, mm-hmm. V-I-D-I, um, that basically helps people take videos and upload them to the host. And then they, they're doing both a video and an audio component. Okay. And then somebody else can do that. You can stitch together videos in the app. So let's say you had a house problem and I was the one solving it. You could take a picture, you know, or take a video and give me a little video tour. And then I could take that and and give you some video response, right? And stitch it all together mm-hmm. and then strip out the audio just for the podcast. And so it's very interactive, which I think is a very, it's like we were talking about before adding interactivity to Business Wars Daily through email stories. Mm-hmm. This is even more interactive. What a fabulous a idea. Component. 
Isn't that a great it. idea? Yeah. yeah. So that's, it's fixin' vixens and it's just so much fun. That is great. Yeah. I think what we need right now is a little bit more humor. <laughs> God, don't we? And I think we're going to need more and more of it as this continues. Oh. And I think people are going to be, you know, as it continues, we're going to want a little less soul focus yeah. on coronavirus. I think some escapism is healthy. Not too much too. because, you know, you don't want to be like out of reality. But at the same time, you don't need to be hearing about it 24-7. <laughs> right. Right. Well, yeah. Although, you know, I mean, it's a fine balance because it does depend on your circumstances. Oh, totally. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can yeah. say that from a position of privilege because <laughs> I'm actually OK. But, you know, there are plenty of people who aren't. And I recognize that, too. <laughs> Exactly. So, and I feel exactly the same way. So it's yeah. a very hard line to walk. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, we were talking previously also about um, uh, formats. So um, because you also, you, you know, you do hold the hand of your clients, what do you tell them in regards to formats? What are the different ones that they could use? Well, of course, you know, in a sense... There are only a few, and in a sense, they're endless. Yeah. Right? Which I know that sounds... Perfect, you know, varying degrees of, yeah. <laughs> exactly, and and to some degree, it's up to your creativity. However, uh, Like, what do you here. think is a better format for a particular type of show? Like, do you have a, a set thing that you tell people, or it just depends? <laughs> I think it depends, you know? I think it depends on who you're trying to reach. Mm-hmm. Um, how much time they have to listen. If you know what other kinds of podcasts your audience happens to listen to a lot, mm-hmm. which a lot of times we don't know that, you know, but um, I think that plays a role. A lot of it is what kind of resources do you have? What kind of talent do you have? That's so, another question I was going to ask you, too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, please. <laughs> so, Let us know. you know, I, I thought about this before and I wish I had I wish I had remembered to talk to you about this. I did a workshop not not too long ago and I played examples Mm -hmm. of different ones. And we went from the simplest to the hardest. So the simplest is a solo hosted show. Mm -hmm. So your friend and mine, Vincent Puglisi. Yes. Total Life Freedom. I totally love that podcast. I listen to it every morning. (laughs) I listen to it all the time. I listen to it all the time. I love that podcast. And it's a solo hosted show. Mm -hmm. It's like seven to 11 minutes long. No intro, no outro. Yeah. Just him and a recording. Just him. Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. You do have to have some talent to do that. Oh, totally. Yes. A lot of talent. You need to be a speaker of some kind. You need to have some kind of ability to put words together in an interesting way <laughs> and have enough content that you know that people want to listen to and he just yeah. seems to have an endless supply of stories mm-hmm. and um and he's got that storytelling arc down really well yes uh, everything has a point you know mm-hmm. um but that's the that's the easiest because you don't need anybody else and you don't need a lot of equipment mm-hmm. and you know it's it's pretty simple um and then you know some people are derogatory about this kind of podcast, and I don't think they should be. Some people in the sort of public radio, highly produced community um, call interview shows chatcasts. Mm, okay. Um, and, you know, I mean, if you think about it, so this is this is a chatcast, right? Yeah, We're just yeah. having a conversation. It's not 
too hard to produce. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it's a straight interview, it's not too hard to produce. But I still think there's a lot that goes into it. A ton, as you know. There's a lot. Mm -hmm. And I had my own that I'm about to revive called One More Shot. Mm -hmm. Um, And I listen to a lot of interview podcasts. It's, It's one of my favorite formats. Well, then you're um, not just relying on one person's sensibility. You're getting two right. for the price of one, right? <laughs> yeah. And also, if you are if you have done your homework really well, then you can have a very relevant and very engaging conversation that your audience will love. Mm-hmm. If you haven't done it well, you can sit in your basement with another... I'm trying to find a nice way to say this. We'll call it two dudes in a mic, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So they're drinking a beer and they're just shooting the breeze. Uh-huh, yeah. Some people seem Women to do love that too. listening to those. Yeah. I, I will say, yeah, you know, sometimes the conversation between you and your best friend is maybe not something that we need to hear. <laughs> exactly. But some I'm people just like that. that out there. <laughs> you know, there's something... There's something for everybody, right? Yes, yes, there is. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I'm not a fan, <laughs> but... Um, but anyway, so the interview show is sort of the next step up and in, mm-hmm. in a straight interview. And then w- we would call this maybe a narrated interview or a synthesized interview. So um, have you ever listened to Without Fail, which is Alex Bloomberg's podcast from Gimlet? So. Nope. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's really good. You might like it because he interviews a lot of artists and performers. I'll have to and, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. And um so a narrated interview is, let's say we take our interview, and I've gone on too long about a couple of things. So you just <laughs> edit that out mm-hmm. and narrate, skip it, skip over it. Like, well, she told me the entire story of her life, but we're not going to use that. <laughs> you might yeah. say, Elaine's dad had a sound studio in her basement that she, you know, loved Sound and now today she has been doing blah blah blah, uh-huh. you know. And so, so then you come back to the full interview, and that can really give a nice sort of. Um, you can't see my hands on flow. this audio, but a nice, yeah, sort of flow mm-hmm. waves, you know. And it's very compelling. Mm-hmm. It takes more work, right? Yes. Because now you've got to take, you've got to log that tape and select the right portions Mm -hmm. and script it and do some tracking afterwards and then maybe have a listening session where other people are going, ah, you lost me here. Let's shorten that up, whatever, you know. So that's sort of the next step up is a a narrated or a synthesized interview Mm -hmm. program. Um, And then you go up from there to the narrative or documentary style, Uh, which we've all heard, serial, classic example. Mm -hmm. Where a field tape, you know, these things can be very costly to produce. Mm-hmm. You need a team. You need a lot of gear. You need really experienced producers, interviewers, hosts. You know, you're, that's where the theater of the mind is really at play. Mm-hmm. Sound effects, sound designers, mixes, scores, the whole nine yards. Yeah. So you're talking you about know. like like audio drama and stuff like that, or is that Well, no, audio drama step? is another format because audio yeah. drama is fiction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? So I'm talking about nonfiction here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this is really the province of, or it sort of started from, I would say, you know, mm-hmm. public radio producers, because even a short reported story has all those elements in it, except for music most of the time. Sure. Um, but you're going out into the field and you're, you know, you're getting 
interviews with people and you're getting what we call ambi, ambient sound. Yes. You know, and you're really trying to paint a picture that brings the listener into that scene. And that, that I think also, you know, good interviewers do that too. Mm -hmm. They elicit those stories from, from their guests to to paint a picture. Um, But so, so there's the narrative. Then there's the serialized narrative, which I think is the hardest, which is episodic. And serial is the, is the classic example. It's the one that made podcasting sort of burst onto the scene in, I think, 2014. Um, and, of course, there's been a million of them since then. And, uh, uh, you know, another famous one is Startup, which, again, is Gimlet, Alex Bloomberg, which was uh, started with, his, I, this is the one that made me fall in love. Um, uh, his first season of Startup was... <laughs> Very meta, it was following the launch of his own podcast network. Oh, wow. Okay. It's yeah. really good. It's uh-huh. a gimlet. It's it's really good and it's really honest. And there's some audio diaries in there and, you know, a lot of big cast of characters and it's serialized. So, you know, I, I listened, I was listening to it anyway. And then I took a cross-country trip and mm-hmm. I listened to all of the episodes I hadn't heard yet. And I ran out in the middle of Iowa. I'm like passing all these farms and my son's asleep in the car next to me. And I thought, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? I've got to get all the way to Boston. Oh. <laughs> but until then, I was fine because uh-huh. I was totally captured. That's great. That's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I remember I remember passing a barn and going, oh, no, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah. Uh, so listening to all these podcasts, um, are you finding commonalities in what people do wrong? I mean, because, uh, you know, I'm assuming you listen to a lot of podcasts, not just the ones that you absolutely adore, but you probably hear ones that aren't so great that you leave by the wayside. (laughs) And I'm not asking you to name names. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I won't name any names. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But Um, what are the, what are some of the common mistakes that you're hearing? Well, you know, the first is the first is audio quality. Mm-hmm. If the audio quality is not up to par, it's very hard to listen. And I think that a lot of people will not stay with you beyond the first 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're, you know, you've got that warbly Skype thing going on or you've got a lousy mic mm-hmm. or your guest doesn't have headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be an issue. <laughs> that can be a big issue. Uh-huh. Remote recording's not that easy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of audio quality problems you can have that will really, you know, it matters. Sure. It matters. Um Another thing that will cause me, and it may be just me, to not listen is there are hosts who know their topics well, mm-hmm. who just don't have good voices. Uh. And they should go get some vocal training mm-hmm. and work on it if they really want to be a host, or they should leave the reins to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. It can be, again, uh, audio quality. It can be another thing that's that's tough to listen through if you're not a fan yeah. of the person's voice. Um, I will say, though, that people can improve that, that you can actually improve the sound of your voice and you can get more used to how it sounds in your own head, which mm-hmm. I think is part of the problem. I think some people are just very tentative about it. 
and mm-hmm. and don't realize that what they're hearing maybe not it maybe isn't exactly what other people are hearing. So you kind of have to get some self confidence in that, and that can all be learned. What do you think? Can I turn the tables on you for a second? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what do you think is like the one? One takeaway, just one thing that you could do quickly to improve the sound of your voice. Listen to yourself on recordings on a more regular basis. Just read into a recording, read a book, you know, pick some pages of a magazine, something. Just get used to the sound of your own voice. I think part of the problem with people who start podcasts out of the blue is that they don't realize quite what's involved in recording their voice. And it's interpreted through a whole bunch of filters, right? It's in, it's in, interpreted through the microphone. It's interpreted through what you're hearing in your headphones. And then it's interpreted through whatever you're making the recording into. You have to get used to that. And once you're used to that and you're more confident in how you sound, y- you can hear that confidence. And that makes for a better podcast host. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. I had a, a voiceover coach a long time ago who also said, smile through your script. Oh, Now, totally. obviously, it depends on what it is yeah, you're yeah. talking about. But you can hear a smile. You can. Yeah. Totally. I can totally hear it in your voice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's one of the first things of voice acting. You know, your facial expression, the movements of your hands, the movements of your body while you're speaking a script or, you know, doing anything like that, that's all theater of the mind, you can hear that. You can sort of hear the connection with the movements of your hand or the smile on your face or, you know, all sorts of different things that you wouldn't think you could hear, but you really kind of can. That's absolutely true. And I think that podcasting is a form of theater. Definitely. No matter whether you're doing a solo hosted podcast or all the way to the other end where like a serialized narrative podcast mm-hmm. or just a plain narrative podcast doesn't have to be serialized is like a movie without the video. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. It, so it, it, to me, it doesn't matter what level of complexity you're at. It's still theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, and you still need yeah. to know what you're saying <laughs> and why you you're do. saying it, you know, <laughs> and why you're saying it. Yeah. And you need to to um, be in the moment with mm-hmm. that. I think. Yeah. And then, the, you know, the other the other big problem that I see, the, the common mistake goes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning, which is you don't really have a very clear, precise purpose for your podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I see it in these lists where shows are looking for guests and they say, I just want to talk to somebody interesting. Well, <laughs> yeah. Interesting about what? Uh, you know, like, all right, so maybe... Maybe a boxer is really interested to an audience that loves boxing, but they're not going to be very interesting to an audience that's into ballet. Uh, yeah. You know, that's very so, true. Yeah. So I see that mm-hmm. happens, you know, more with the novice podcasters. I sure. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess we all have to start somewhere. I mean, my first podcast was totally unrelated to this. <laughs> so, you know, um, but you, you adjust as you go and, and you learn the ins and the outs and, and you learn your why, because a, a lot of people have to actually do before they'll figure it out. 
Absolutely. And I'm all for, you know, ready, fire, aim. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Which I think is what Vincent Puglisi talks about. Yeah. Ready, fire, aim. I'm a ready, fire, aim kind of person. Yes. Um, which sometimes gets me in trouble, but at least it gets things done. That's <laughs> yeah, very true. And I am the same way. Yes. Yeah. Often too fast for my own good. <laughs> I will say what I'm seeing with smart organizations right now, and I don't know if it's because of the coronavirus or I'm just getting more access to these smart organizations, mm-hmm. is they're saying, you know, we're going to start a flagship podcast. And then when there's a different need, we're not going to shove everything into that flagship podcast. We're going to make a network of podcasts. That's a cool idea. And we're going to start something that's a little off to the side for a different purpose, different audience, or maybe a segment of our bigger audience. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was talking about with um, Environmental Defense Fund. Yeah. Their two podcasts actually go to different audiences, even though it's the same big organization. Mm -hmm. I think that's really smart. Yeah. It's really smart. And of course, if you have more than one podcast, then you get to cross promote, which is a nice thing. Yes. That helps, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) It does. Yeah. That is a really good thing. So what are you working on right now in this moment? You're doing your daily podcast. And is there anything else? Well, the daily podcast has taken me a lot of time. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just being on deadline every day with of something that is newsworthy is is um, pretty um, attention getting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I would say yeah. challenging, too. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, we have our ongoing clients with Podcast Allies, and we hope to start a some virtual products for um, individuals who are starting podcasts mm-hmm. and do that. And, and we've got some proposals out for some original content. So we have sort of three, di- three different buckets. We've got the branded podcast for organizations, original content that, you know, we're hoping to develop a few shows. And, um, and then what we do, you know, for me, it was a lot of public speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so not really happening right now uh, on the on the individual side. So we're thinking about some virtual products there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I am working on reviving um, One More Shot, which was my own independent podcast, which is an interview show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn it into a narrated interview show because I think I like it a little better. Okay. It's a little more sharper mm-hmm. um, with people who have reinvented their personal, professional, or creative lives. So I think the time is right mm-hmm. for something like that. Oh, yeah. We're all going through reinvention right now, aren't we? <laughs> we are, whether we wanted to or not. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we totally yeah. are. So I'm, be really I'm working on a lot of stuff and, and also trying not to work all the time, which is... That is a good uh, policy. Yes. <laughs> I think we need it's our a flaw. own... <laughs> well, it's a we flaw. need our mental health to be part of this as well, right? We all need to be able to step back every once in a while and just relax. You know, yeah, Netflix yeah. and chill. <laughs> I, well, exactly. Or you know, a friend or of mine started. Whatever your equivalent is. <laughs> a friend of mine, and this is very dangerous for the waistline, but she started the um, 2020 Corona Bake Challenge. Oh yes, I heard yeah. about that. Yeah. Did you hear awesome. about that? It's a Facebook group. Yeah. Oh my God, the pictures on that Facebook group. Well, it. Oh, geez, I made a flourless chocolate cake last night. Ooh, it was dangerous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before coronavirus, I didn't even eat sugar. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be tough for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how can people get in touch with you if they want to uh, partake of your podcasting producing services or learn more about you and 
that kind of thing? Uh, well, our website is very simply www.podcastallies.com. That's mm -hmm. allies like friends. Um, and, uh, and we also have a download for people who want it, um, which is a worksheet mm -hmm. called Kickstart Your Podcast. And it's what we use in our Kickstart Your Podcast workshops to get people really thinking about that planning, you know, those mm -hmm. three huge questions yeah. and, and your purpose and strategy and so forth. Very important. It's very important. So that will be at podcastallies.com slash audio branding. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm sure a lot yeah. of people will take you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope so. So you're on LinkedIn too, right? Yes, I am on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, and I use LinkedIn a lot. And uh, my LinkedIn name is Appleton Grant. Mm -hmm. So Appleton is apple like the fruit, T-O-N. Yes. Grant. And I will be linking to all of this in the show notes. So people will uh, be able to just click through when they're ready. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today. This was uh, fantastic. Um, and I'm, I learned a ton. I, I hope that the people listening will learn a ton, but yeah. <laughs> well, Jody, what a privilege. And I have, I have subscribed to your show and I have already learned a ton from it. And it's just a delight to get to know you. So thank you for letting me hang out with you in my closet <laughs> today. It sounds great, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you don't need uh, to spend a lot of money no. on your sophisticated sound booth. You really don't. As long don't. as you've got, you know, a closet to yeah. hang out in. Closets work. Yeah. Yes. Thanks so they much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Jody. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please take a moment to give the podcast a review. It's greatly appreciated and super helpful. Until next time.